Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 32. It's March the 11th, 2007, the third Sunday of Lent. Hey, Dave. Hey, Brian, what's happening? Uh, not a whole lot. Hey, you know, I didn't tell you this. I told somebody about the podcast a few weeks ago, and, and they sort of gave me a little hard time because we said Mind of Man. And I said, well, what about woman? I said, well, you know, we're using the generic man. It kind of got like, I don't know. He's kind of a little sexist. So what do you think about that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave, I've always been really politically correct. <laughs> Not. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, well, you know, I, I think I won her over, though. Yeah. You like women, you know. So. I like women, but, you know, I don't play that game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, I know, but anyways. So, that's off the subject. Well, plus the fact that, you know, if we hit was mind of also women, we'd need some hot girls in the podcast, all right? That's true. <laughs> so far, that hasn't, like, totally panned out. No, so. <laughs> Another one of our big dreams that hasn't materialized yet. It's going to be so much better, though, right? Yeah, next time. That's right. All right, so... Um, Anyway, so God, there's I couldn't figure out the which readings there's A and C. I didn't. What is A and C? There's three cycles of readings in the church calendar: A, B, and C, and they kind of just spin, you know. How come it just came up this week? I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean it's it, it's a, it really is one of those years, and I haven't paid attention because they've been right there. So. uh I think it's year C. Okay. But anyway, if you go through the whole cycle, the three cycles of year of things, and you go to daily mass every day, the concept is you pretty much get the whole Bible. Oh yeah, yeah. Read to you in three years if you go to mass every day. Oh, so, oh you have to go every day. Yeah, the daily readings count. I mean, ah. you get different ones on Sundays too, but you don't hear the whole thing unless you go every day. But People do that just to get that do it. Do that thing you do three years. You hear the whole Bible. That well, like, that's not the reason to do it. But <laughs> I mean, that's we're very of, competitive here in America. You oh, know, yeah. it's not like hey, well, yeah, or whatever. Well, you know, if that's what it takes, I'll go for that. <laughs> I, that's not the concept. Is you know to expose the people to as much of it as you know. Oh sure. But that makes sense. But anyway, so this is like I say, this is not your A or C. It's one or the other. But maybe there's an option today. I don't know. I kind of—I didn't know either. So, like I said, I listened to the NAB podcast, and I think they read me the C readings about the fig thing. So, the fig tree. Yeah, I like that fig tree thing. And, and that was the one where Moses was at his father-in-law's at Jethro's, as opposed to the burning bush one. That was the other one, right? Yeah, the, there was the burning bush, and then there was the one about um, you know he strikes the rock and stuff. Oh yeah, and their water comes out, and the, because they're you know complaining. They're complaining. Yeah. They're complaining. But I can understand. You mentioned before one of the podcasts. What, what was I told you about? How far it is from Egypt to like it's. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you know, they wandered forty years in the desert, and I think I read that from a pure distance point of yeah. view, from where they started to where they ended. I think you can walk it in two weeks or something. Wow, but you know. <laughs> well, I, you know, here's what I don't understand. I mean. I mean <clears throat> Another thing I don't understand about them being lost for four years is that, you know, it's a desert. It's not like it's like they get a lot of cloudy days. 
So, I mean, can't you just see the sun rises? In the, do they know about this whole sun rising in the east, sunning in the west thing? And maybe they just... You know, Dave, I don't think it's a matter of being lost. I think it's a matter of, you know, bickering, being afraid to go take on the people whose lands they were invading. Oh, I see. Stuff like that. I don't think they were really lost. Maybe it, they were building up some, like, personnel. Perhaps. <laughs> You get a couple generations of fighters. In there, I mean, you know. I mean, you know, they just escaped from you know slavery in Egypt, and so if yeah. they go to the promised land and be enslaved there, that wouldn't be much of a point, I guess. Right. Well, yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they were getting prepared. All that maybe it wasn't just wandering; they were actually getting strengthened. Or bickering, or you know, <laughs> I don't know. But I could understand being kind of pissed off forty years. I mean, that's a long time. Exactly, and I need some running water then. You know, I want to take a bath. <laughs> Absolutely, no indoor plumbing. Exactly. But I guess this water thing, you know, there's a couple images about water in in these readings from what I got. I think that's a real that's a real important metaphor, isn't it? I like water. For, what's a metaphor for spirit and life and uh, life? Yeah, and life and death. Kind of like the baptism thing where you get submerged in the. Uh, yeah. Right. It's kind of like being buried and rising from the dead kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think life all emanates from water, too, doesn't it? Oh, sure. We all came out of water, you know, I guess, you know, the primordial ocean and all that stuff. And the amniotic sac. Water's important. Water, yes. Water rocks. Water polo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, water polo. Yeah. Um. So... I don't know. What do we want to say about this stuff? I don't know. Do we want to pick one, or we don't care? Um, okay, water is good. I, I, I can't. You know, the other one that we didn't mention was the um, Samaritan woman thing, right? Yeah. I've always liked that reading. It's kind of about water, isn't it? Yeah, they're at a well. They're at a well, and and and, and oh yeah, and that that kind of gets into that. Well, what's the living water? Jesus yes. says something. Well, you know, there's. There's regular water, but then I'm the living water or the eternal. You know what I mean? Like a yes, technically, technically, I think living water refers to water flowing as opposed to like a well where it's just sitting there. Oh yeah. But but yes, I think Jesus is using that term to mean something different. You know. Well, he uses it to represent what the, his spirit or the words or the inspiration of God or. I mean, what what does that mean? Uh, why, it, it's something that gives life, I guess, or gives. Yes. Um, it isn't just inspiration; it's actually life-giving substance or something. Yes, it's not stagnant. Yeah, <laughs> it's living, flowing. You know, which, which is an interesting concept. I've always thought that. You know, people say, "Oh, well, I'm not okay. I'm not going to diss the Protestants." <laughs> I mean, you say the Bible is everything, and it's the Word, and it's just like that. Well, that's, you know, true a representation, but it's kind of like a picture, you know. Life is not stagnant. I mean, life is all about change. Life is change, right? So, I mean, when you have, uh, you know, living water, it flows. When you stand there at, at a creek or, you know, and watch it tumble over the rocks and stuff, that's cool. You know, and, and fish are moving and plants are living and... Once the water gets filtered just by that movement over the rocks and things, you know, it's, it's true. It gets aerated and and that you know makes it better. And which maybe has something to do with you know, you know, if you think about, you know, there's people that will just 
you know, say, oh, I have all this great faith and, you know, I, I believe, I believe and all this, but they don't really act it out in their life. You know, it, it, that's sort of a kind of a stagnant thing as well. It's more just like, it's almost like, well, I own this. I got God, God's on my side or something. But, I mean, it doesn't, it's not reflected anywhere. Yeah, it's like life and love. You can't, you know, keep it in a, you know, hide it under a bushel basket. Right. <laughs> keep it you know bottled up in a jar it'll grow mold and then it'll be bad that's true so i know you see my refrigerator <laughs> i don't think i want to <laughs> hey you want to talk about that hot girl though what about that hot girl so, you know the one in samaria i mean oh. you, you think about that so jesus is hanging out right yeah he sends the disciples they went off to buy food in town yeah and he's hanging out at the well right and these women come up and he starts hitting on this one babe you know and and you know she couldn't have been too ugly. She was married what five times and oh yeah. Kept, so you know I'm sitting there going. So there's this hot chick and he's saying, hey, how's it going? Can I have some water? And she's going, you're not allowed to talk to me. Yeah, you're right. a Jew. <laughs> and I just that just is always an interesting dynamic to me, that whole. And then you know. Well, you know you know I I've I've, I've read these books to say that w- women respond to confidence. You know it's, it's almost like you got to be a little cocky with them. You know they kind of have to like. Hey, you know, give me some water. Or maybe <laughs> just just be a you know, yeah. kind of you know, just just being that way with her. And he was too, and he said, "I'm the living water." And she says, "You don't even have a bucket. What are you talking about?" You know? <laughs> Where's your car? Exactly. <laughs> See, you know, you can learn you can learn many things in these readings that you know you just. Uh, there's examples for lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is the Jesus how to hit on babes <laughs> message. Is that the how to hit on girls. All right. Jesus. Be a little cocky. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he was pretty bold, just generally speaking. That's true. I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really hold back on what he wanted to say. And he did have a bevy of babes. I know, you know, he's probably, you know, I think he was kind of like a rock star in a way. You think? I, well, I think for his day, I mean, uh, you know, that, that, that magnetism. Now, you know, I think this is all extremely sacrilegious, what we're saying now, I'm sure, but, you know, that, that thing that people respond to, that charisma, you know, and I think it's, it's partly just uh, just being who you are, you know. Well, that, I suppose being yeah. the Son of God did. Yes, that, that in authority, there's that one reading that says, you know, this man speaks with authority. We've never heard anything like this. Right. I mean, he knew what he was talking about, and you could tell that, you know... This wasn't just bullshit. This was, hey, this is how it is. I know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the other thing I, I thought was interesting was he, there was there was this dichotomy in, in one of the reads I thought from like the Old Testament to the New Testament. Right? Or maybe it wasn't the Old Testament. It was like something that that's in the second reading. They were talking about how, uh, you know, somebody was talking about, well, you know, when they, when, Y'all were lost in the desert. Some of you lost faith, and God was upset with you. So some of you got struck down, and all this kind of stuff. And then, but then later in the, in the next reading, this I'm not sure which version this was in, but God said something about, well, you think just because these people died here, they were better, worse than you, or oh, something? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. What I'm talking about? Yes. And so it seemed like kind of a dichotomy. And then, then that was the one that had the fig tree thing. It's like, well, you know. It's almost like okay, well, stuff is barren, but you know, let's for, instead of cutting it down, let's fertilize it. So it seemed kind of this sort of interesting dichotomy to me that you had this, this one view of 
well, you know, you're getting what you deserve because you don't have any faith. And the other one said, well, you know, we're not, I'm not going to give up on you. you. You're a barren tree, but no, I'm going to fertilize you. Maybe you can make something of yourself or you can become fertile or you can become ex- expressive of your, you know, potential, I guess you could say. Did you get that out of that reading? Well, or no? yeah, I, I noticed that, that uh, the whole, I think there was a response to because a lot of times... I think in the Jewish philosophy or something, it was like, well, if you know, if you're good, good things will happen to you, and if something bad happened to you, it's because of your sins or your parents' sins or something, which is what I think prompted that whole talk of, well, you know, this was a great sacrilege to their death that their blood was mixed with right. this other stuff, so therefore they must have been bad people. Right. And Jesus was like, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it was actually Paul, but you know. you know, that that is still a very prevalent. Uh, view, I think. I, I, I think there's like certain fundamentalist sort of, of ideas about religion. No, no matter whether you're talking Jewish, Christian, or Muslim, I think there's a certain fundamentalist view that, well, you know, if bad things happen to you, it's because you're bad. Yeah. Which you know, it's not the Catholic view, of course. Right. Really, because <laughs> the view is follow Jesus. What happened to him? Yeah, he didn't have the best time. Uh, he got nailed to the cross, you know. And how many bad things did he do? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But well, just that's that idea of uh, you know there's there's our, our perspective on things, and then there's yeah, there's a, like the mind of man and the mind of God. Right? Exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's true, we don't know what we're talking about, but well, we don't. You know, I mean, we're just we're just. You know, we're just scratching at an elephant or something. I don't know. Plus, we we only have a small view of the universe, mm-hmm. and so we don't understand the whole interplay and connections. But it's amazing how many people. I don't know. They want to come off as expert. Or they want to come off on having it. It's very appealing to people to have somebody that, that will give them certainty. I mean, people want certainty. They they want to know that I'm on the right path. They want to know that. I, I'm on the winning team, you know, all that stuff. You know, there, a lot of times there's not much room for, well, geez, I don't know. I'm just kind of getting along here. Yes. You're kind of wandering into the Merton prayer. Have you heard that? Uh-uh. Yeah, Thomas Merton, big mystic. He's actually kind of lived in Kentucky. I'm not sure if he's actually from here. Uh-huh. But his, the Merton prayer is like, it goes, Dear God, I have no idea where I'm going. <laughs> I hope that, but I hope that you know. I, I don't even if I think I'm doing what you want. I'm not sure. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but <laughs> um, and it says, but I hope that you know me wanting to do what I want to do is going to help me out and you know help me do what I want in spite of myself, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good prayer. Oh yeah, but, I think that sort of ties into even just the general idea of the Jews wandering in the desert. You know, I think that that image is very powerful of that whole wandering image, you know, that, and and maintaining, trying to maintain faith while you're wandering, you know, because it's, um, it's very difficult when you don't really have a course, or you feeling like, you know, the yeah. results are like not maybe, right, readily apparent. Like maybe you have, you, you know what your destination is, but you're not really sure you want to get there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Kind of like that classic, you know, you go to church and the priest says, Hey, how many people want to go to heaven? And everybody raised their hand, and he says, "How many people want to go today?" <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, know. 
Well, that, you know, you brought up an interesting point about that idea of wandering the desert, that it wasn't just they were lost, that maybe they weren't ready to embrace their destiny or embrace the next step. I, I had never really considered that. I just yeah. always thought, boy, that really terrible sense of direction. But. <laughs> no, I don't think that was it so much. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, you know what, though? What? What does this have to do with foosball? Oh, I think it's... I think, Reiner, this has everything to do with foosball. You think? Oh, absolutely. How so? Well, I think this whole idea of wandering and meandering and not knowing your way, sometimes that's how it is on the foosball table. You have to get from one end of the foosball table to the other. You know where you want to get. That's right. It's only about three feet away. Yeah, and that's only (laughs) three feet away. If that. And just think of how much meandering goes on even in that context. So, you know, sometimes the path is not just a straight shot. Sometimes it's a straight shot. You hit from the back end, you get it right in. But oftentimes, boy, it goes here, it goes there, it goes there, you know. But Sometimes you got a long play. It keeps bouncing back and forth and never goes anywhere. That's true. That's true. But eventually the game is over. Eventually it ends up one way, place or the other. That's exactly right. Which is, and I guess... You just have to have faith. And I guess that's how we are, Dave. We wander around and bounce around and end up one place or the other, right? This is a particularly meandering <laughs> show, I think. You think? <laughs> well, I think we kind of thought that was going to be that way anyway, so. Eh, that's all right. Yeah, I know. It's like foosball. As, exactly. It's so, a metaphor. Some days are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So uh, I guess uh, that's enough damage for one day. All right. Hope somebody's listening to this dog somewhere, you know. If not, you know, it doesn't ha- all happen at once, you know. That's true. I keep looking at the count, and it looks like people are there, and I don't think it's just entirely me or I, you. I, I hope it's not entirely me, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if it is, we're completely obsessive. We are, yes. But I don't <laughs> think it is. <laughs> all right. All right, we're out of here. Right. Ciao. Peace. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.